Welcome to the Stone Cold Jackson Podcast, where every day I try and share something true. I've been thinking about legacy today, about the monumental and the many everyday decisions my grandparents made that still ripple into my life now. You know, I want to look at my day with the scope of how it could affect my own grandkids, to be able to plant trees for shade I won't sit under. You know, looking at a thousand years into the future with one glance, and with the next being so sharply present lasered into the next five minutes. You know, that seems to be the trick of it, to see both the tree and the forest. But today I'm thinking of my grandpa and the trees he's planted. I wrote this for him. It's called Gungung. When you died, you left me three things. A hat, a medal, and an abacus. Your hat, my hat. He's a flat cap that sings a story and looks like the 20s. You wore it the last time I saw you. You took it off when we were inside. And when I asked you about your first date with Grandma, you smiled about the Harlem Globetrotters. Grandma said you were a wild one. When you shot back, but that was before I knew the Lord. I knew she was right. You told me how your parents died and how your sisters raised you at a laundromat. And there you were, 11 years old and human again. Not my Happy Meal vending machine, not my grandpa who took me to dollar stores and Boswells, but human, cracked in half-forgotten dreams and steeped in three-quarter century sacrifices. When you died, you left me a hat, a medal, and an abacus. Your medal, my medal, is a World War I veteran's medal. You did not fight in the World War. You also didn't tell me you were the Batman of kindness. But your daughter told me, proudly. She said it was Chad Johnson's. And when he got sick, like you would, you made him a roast beef every Sunday, his favorite. You gave him a decade or so of Sundays, and he gave you his symbol of courage. A symbol of everything beautiful and ugly about being alive. When you died, you left me with three things. A hat, a medal, and an abacus. My abacus. It sits on my desk. I think of you when I see it in the morning. I don't know if it is upright or upside down. I still have to YouTube it. Grandpa, when you died, you left. And I thought of the only time I've ever seen you cry. There is a boy, cross-legged on the carpet, eyes tethered to the television, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or was it Batman? You're cooking dinner, watching the boy while he watches something he won't remember. You ask him for a hug, such a simple and lovely thing, but he looks to you, shy and young and not used to affection by touch. He is awkward and does not know how to love a man with his arms. Even if it is such a simple and lovely thing, the boy does not move. You ask him again, confused, but he feels frozen and you begin to cry, water cresting from the shakes in your voice, asking why he can't do such a simple and lovely thing, asking, don't you know that I love you? Don't you love me? And your arms hang, like an unanswered question. And the boy, he wants to move, but doesn't know why he can't. And I see him there, drowning in this moment. I am not this boy, but I am not quite yet a man. And I see my questions for you hanging there with your arms, unanswered as that hug floating in an abyss. Grandpa, how do you use an abacus? YouTube doesn't call me buddy or smell like wine. It doesn't drive a hundred miles an hour in a minivan because I have to pee. It doesn't help me count what's important. 
Grandpa, what's it like to grow old with a woman? I have only loved one woman, but it was not a roast beef every Sunday kind of love. It was like candy and rotting teeth. Grandpa, did you always fit into this cap? Because it feels so big, and my head feels so small, as if it is drowning in the space left by you. But I guess this is how it is, that there are still so many things of yours I'm still growing into.